0: Hello and welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with TheIndicast.com My name is Abhishek and uh, I have with me today Mitu Jay Shankar, the associate editor who generally joins me from Bangalore but currently is on a vacation to talk about this issue's cover story on uh, Kamath being appointed as the chairman of Infosys, the first independent chairman. Hi Mitu. thank you so much for doing this uh, on a vacation.
1: Thank you, Abhishek. It's a pleasure to talk to you as always.
0: Uh, well, in the end, me too the, the whole story turned out to be very predictable, right? Especially after you having suggested that Kamath would take over Infosys as the chairman. I think it was about two months back when you had a cover on which we had spoken.
1: That's right. Uh, it's not just, you know, us or me. You know, I think this was one of the sort of worst kept secrets ever in Infosys history. And <laughs> for good reasons too, there was clearly no other successor on the board, at least, uh, you know, who could have taken Mr. Murti's place. And Mr. Kamath is, you know, literally and, and metaphorically heads and shoulders above everyone else there. Uh, also, many factors had to be, I think, an in Indian, they would be more comfortable that way, had to be an insider, you know, this company doesn't do sudden, unpredictable things, so getting an outsider would have been out of the question. So so lots of reasons, I think, that have been uh, discussed ad nauseum and lots of media interest, but clearly, mm-hmm. you know, no secrets there. Also, the way the rest of the leadership changes have been announced, so, you know, Chris has been made uh, the co-chairman. So he would have sort of, you know, kept that in mind that, you know, who would have been the best person to lead this uh, this model now. So, you know, the chemistry between Chris and Mr. Kamath would be very important. Also, you know, Chris and Shibu will clearly be the executive uh, leaders of the company and Mr. Kamath's role therefore becomes more of steering rather than sort of setting the uh, agenda. And mm-hmm. I think the last part was that, you know, Mr. Kamath clearly has this reputation of having built uh, professionals or having been having groomed professionals and CEOs and has created that deep bench inside ITICI right. and that is a very very sort of critical thing for Infosys right now as as the last set of founders move out so I think all these factors would have been on on his mind and also on the board's mind
0: right you you mentioned a couple of names there the more importantly that being of uh, Shibu that is Shibu Lal now equally big step uh, is is that of his elevation from from the COO to the CEO. It's safe to say that his name is not as big as a Nilekani or even a Chris. What's his history like from your experience of covering the company?
1: Clearly, I mean, he is really the lesser known of the founders. And uh, part of it is, uh, I think, the roles that he's had and also his own personality. So he's for a very, very long time... He's really been the head of delivery, I think, right from the time that Saneesh Mukti was head of sales. And he has sort of been at the background. I mean, so he runs the core of the company without necessarily having too much of an external sort of facing role.
0: Right. In your article, you do mention a little bit about how he works. He carries a to-do list and incidentally, isn't there a joke in Infosys that if he has something on the to-do list, you have it on yours too? Because he'll call you back after six odd months to ask you, boss, give me a status.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, Mr. Muti sort of set that expectation, you know, when he was giving that speech at the press conference saying how he had once asked Shibulal to finish a project and, and he never went home for two full days. And that was the moment when Mr. Muti all, you know, sort of teared up and choked. So also if you run operations and if you run the back end of a, of a company like, you know, Infosys, which has 600 or clients I mean thousands of projects, you know, multiple geographies, So lots of moving parts there. So also his perhaps his role also demanded that he be very, very sort of, you know, focused on his tasks and very, very organized. He uses technology apparently very, very well mm-hmm. to leverage this and keep track of his work. And his tenacity, I mean, is something that even, you know, his competitors talk about and they admire that. And that is why clearly everybody thinks that he could be a very formidable opponent. See, There's one thing that I think the story sort of didn't talk about, but a lot of the times it was said that what Infosys really needs is a market-facing person and uh, Shibulal does not have that personality. Right. You know, Nandan and Mr. Mukti were, were, were far better at it. You know, while that may be true, but if you see the way the organization is structured, you know, there are four vertical heads who will have more of that role. And the feeling inside the is that they're so large that one man cannot be possibly be doing everything. I mean, in mm-hmm. the times of Nandan it was possible because They were a much smaller company and they clearly needed somebody to open the doors. Now a lot of doors have been opened. And that's what they say, that once he sits in front of the client, he knows exactly what the problem is. And he also knows how to fix it. Because he has run the inside of the organization for so long, Mm -hmm. he will actually get that done.
0: How is the sentiment among the top management, especially the founders, considering an interesting bit of fact that you mentioned in your article that Shibulal had in fact left the organization? Correct me if I'm wrong for five years to work with Sun Microsystems when when Infi wasn't doing as well. And Murthy reinstated him back to full powers at par with all the founders. Will that come in the way? It's quite an alarming fact that a founder does leave. And to be as blunt as I can, if someone does read the first paragraph of your story, one might imagine that Shibulal did, you know, abandon the so-called sinking ship, if I would put that in a very cliched manner.
1: See, I don't think the ship was sinking, but clearly in a startup, Infosys, I think a lot of us just sort of remember the last 10 years and forget that for, for, for 15, 20 years, this com- it took, took that company that much time to get where it is. And he took a sabbatical, so he didn't he didn't exactly sort of completely leave the right. company. I do not know what was decided between Mr. Muthi and mm-hmm. him, but he went away for five mm-hmm. years and... And when he came back, I think it's it's natural for the other people who were sort of still struggling along with the company and inside the company to feel that there should have been sort of some difference between you know where they were and, and where Shibulal was at that point in time. But, you know, you must see this about Mr. Murthy that I think in his eyes, uh, perhaps him being a founder and, and, and also the, the first 10 years that he would have invested in the company uh, and you know, and those two those difficult periods. So Mr. Murthy would clearly not have been Able to differentiate or would not have wanted to differentiate. Is that a factor now? I don't think so because if you see a lot of the founders have themselves retired or moved out, some of the professionals, senior professionals like Sanishan and Mohan. So for the next generation of Infosys leaders who have joined in the late nineties, I mean, I don't think this is a this is a factor at all. So it, it is just an interesting uh, bit of history. That I mean, right now that's all it is.
0: Right, and coming back to Kamath. Uh, it is said that he would be available for 30 days a year at Infosys. So how does this work? What are the jurisdictions and will how much veto will Murti have on certain decisions?
1: In any other corporation, I think a non-executive chairman does not really have uh, that many responsibilities. So his right. responsibilities to governance and to and to manage the board and, you know, mm-hmm. and, and just to sort of not just steer the executive management you know, to meet the targets that they have set out. So, and uh, Mr. Kamath is still at ICICI as its chairman too. So this must have been sort of been discussed and worked out. Will Mr. Mukti completely disengage from Infosys? Well, you know, if you ask him, he says, I will only help or I will only give guidance if asked. Mm-hmm. But uh, as human beings, if we have all worked together for so many years and if we were groomed and mentored by somebody, it's not sort of very difficult to imagine that Shibu and Chris would still, and they they, they are good friends, they all know each other socially and their wives and their families also. know mm-hmm. really. So, will Mr. Mukti completely be out of the Infosys scenario? I don't think so. But, you know, it will be interesting to see how they manage this between Mr. Kamath, Mr. Mukti and Chris. Certainly, I mean, it's it's, it's going to be uh, challenging and, and interesting to watch.
0: Right. As a a third person, as somebody who has never met or come close to two gentlemen, Kamath and Murthy, it's easy to perceive them as people of very few or no controversies, but very aggressive at the same time. Were these a couple of reasons why perhaps Murthy would have opted Kamath over the others and also the fact that Kamath was part of the panel which was to choose the successor and he recused himself later? So maybe somewhere in the middle people would have realized that, Mr. Kamath, you you could do the job yourself. So please excuse yourself from the panel, which would probably go on to choose you. So are the personalities very similar? And that's why it was a choice which was very straightforward for Moorthy.
1: I think there is also a little bit of history here that Mr. Moorthy has been on the board of ICICI and they were at IMA, at the senior and junior at IMA. So, see, Mr. Kamath also would be very, very careful, you know. I mean, he obviously knows that he's coming in. To as a successor to somebody like an icon like Mr. Murti. So right. he's not going to come and rock the boat too much, which right. is why perhaps this structure has been created that Chris and Shibu will, will run the organization and Mr. Mm-hmm. Man- Kamath will manage the boat. So, you know, whatever be your personality, and when you take a position like this, you're also very, very aware of the history. And the even if you may believe in doing things in a certain way.
0: Right. But in a way, uh, Infosys can't just go on an autopilot like it did for a while. Considering that, you know, there is Cognizant, there is TCS, the news has it that they are biting at their heels, at Infosys' heels. So in that way, Kamath has a challenge because when we read in the papers over the past decade about Infosys, it didn't quite matter who the CEO was. The company still did well. Perhaps, you know, Murthy was an exception when he was the CEO back during the internet boom and the the trouble time that we had in the software industry. But if you keep that aside, uh, would I be right if I say that... uh, times were good or it didn't matter who was the CEO and that the culture or something Infosys had that just kept the profits going each quarter which might not be the case this time and
1: see there are two things one is that there are very few companies who are still growing at at 25 percent and have you know operating margin of over 30 percent I mean there there aren't any companies like that Mm -hmm. but uh, so in, in some sense I think Infosys is constantly compared to itself, you know, I mean, its it's previous 20 years and 25 years and, you know, and all of that. So so the question you ask is what will be different this time around? The biggest shift is in the market and in the industry and the way customers are putting pressure or asking for different solutions and how he responds to that. And also with what speed, you know, the company understands this much better than us. They understand what's happening out there. I think that the challenge is in how fast they will respond to it. In the past, they have to respond to changes much faster. There is some, some some sense of inertia now. So I think that is where Shibulal's personality, the way he leads, will be very, very
0: crucial. Right. And just one final question before we, we log off is, while Kamath has been one of the best possible choices for the company, does age come in the way during these times with Kamath himself being 62 or 63 uh, would that be a problem?
1: No, I think, you know, for for a chairman, um, for an independent, non-executive chairman, it is of no consideration. For a CEO, yes, because the CEO, you know, in these days works 24 by 7, is traveling constantly. So, you know, age and energy matter a lot in this business for, for a CEO. Uh-huh. Mr. Kamath, is, I think, will be 64. He's 63 going on 64. And um, from what... They have said is he has a three-year tenure for mm-hmm. now. There might be another chairman in 2014. He might continue. Chris might become the chairman. And so many other things can happen. I think also they have increased the age for uh, non-executive directors. That is, you know, directors who are not from the company. Mm-hmm. They have increased that age to, to up to 70. So, it's not so much a physically demanding task.
0: Right. But he, he does look fit when you compare him to an average 60-odd-year-old who is still working out there in, in the Indian corporate world. Thanks a lot, Mithu, for your time. And uh, incidentally, which part of Goa are you right now, if I may ask?
1: I'm in the south of Goa.
0: Oh, that's awesome. There's a place called Palolim Beach. So if you, if you have the time, go go check it out with your family. Not-so-discovered beach. Sure, sure. And for all you guys listening out there, please log on to business.in.com as well as theindicast.com to get this podcast and uh, SMS Forbes to 51818. That's Forbes to 51818 to get your subscription of Forbes India. That's about it. Thanks, Mitu again. Enjoy your time. Bye.
1: Thank you so much. Bye. Bye, Abhishek.